Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Bet Outside. This is the NFL Week 6 recap. We didn't have a great betting weekend, I'm not going to lie, but I don't think a lot of people did. There was a lot of upsets. I counted four big upsets this weekend. So uh, if we can uh, pull through on this Sunday night game going on right now, then you know we can kind of get close to even. But it was another crazy week, fun week to watch. We went 3-5 and five this week, uh, down 2.2 units as of right now. And then year-to-date, we are still up 4.86 units at 26 and 27. So all, overall, not too bad, but uh, we need to get some winners next week. So let's go over these bets and these games because there's some uh, good stuff to talk about. So first, let's look at the best bets recap. There we are. A lot of red X's, unfortunately. Uh, we got Isaiah McKenzie, anytime touchdown. We're going to be talking about that. That was, that was a tough one. Kenny Pickett over one and a half plus passing touchdowns. That was another tough one. And we're going to tell you why. Injury related, obviously. Uh, Bengals minus two was a winner. Nice work on that. That was a close game. And then I had the over 43 and a half Patriots Browns for a winner. And that was it. That was fun. And then we go Dolphins plus three and a half. That was ugly. Colts team total under 21 and a half for the first time ever. They go over that, of course. And the money line parlay, Jags and Hawks, only hit one of them, which is the Hawks money line. So we got close to hitting that big one, but not quite. And then the Instagram bets, we hit that one on Thursday we already talked about. And then we got those two, the under and the Gallup receiving yards. Those are our two for Sunday night football. So we are waiting those out right now. So we'll see. Other than that, let's talk about these bets. Let's start out with the winners. It's a short list this weekend. Uh, let's start out with the Bengals minus two. And as you can tell, we got some good box scores up now for you. Just in case you missed the game, see a little bit about, about what happened. Uh, Bengals minus two, Ryan. Nice win. Uh, you watched this game? How, how'd you I, like watched, it? I watched a good amount of it. Red Zone uh, tried to keep me updated as much as possible. Uh, it's hard to follow Red Zone sometimes when you're watching the main game, Red Zone, and doing other things. Uh, but man, Jamar Chase really helped us uh, score a big touchdown at the end, which kind of sealed the deal for us. It was really close there for a long time. I was... Scared I was going to have all red X's, and then, uh, yeah, Jamar Chase took off and scored a touchdown, and the defense sealed it out, so got to love it. Yeah, yeah, no, that was good. Well, the crazy thing is that this is where Burrow and Jamar Chase played mm -hmm. um, in college in this state. This is where they won their national championship, I believe, in the Superdome, and so they went back there and threw a game-winning touchdown to win an NFL game. Pretty, pretty cool that they did that, not going to lie. Um, but that game was all over the place. Uh, the Saints had 228 rushing yards. I mean, they were just running left and right. Uh, Andy Dalton was 17 for 32 for 162. Um, you know, he he did okay. I don't know if we have a quarterback controversy or not uh, in New Orleans, but they were struggling with Jameis Winston. I heard some reports about, you know, if Andy Dalton could get another win and play well, that, you know, he might have a chance to take this over. He hasn't been that, that terrible, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, good win by the Bengals. I I don't know if I believe in them fully yet, but that that was a good win. I will say that. And the Saints just look like they're a mess. I don't think they have their three top receivers this game. Is that right? Michael Thomas, Landry, and I know Olave was out with concussion. Yep. So all three the three were out. Yeah, that's brutal. So you got to think. I mean, if you're Cincinnati, you gave up 26 to a team with zero receivers. You know, that's not not great. But they pulled out the win and the cover barely with that chase touchdown at the end. Yeah. I love it. Wild game. Wild game. So next game, let's talk about the next winner. Uh, over 43 and a half Patriots Browns. So if you watched the last video, you know I talked about how these teams will run the ball and they can't stop the run. Well, 
It kind of went like that. Uh, but the Patriots and Belichick really forced the hand of Cleveland and tried to slow down their run, and they actually did. Um, did. But here's the thing. Cleveland's defense isn't so bad that they did not just stop the run. or try. They cannot just stop the run. They can't stop anything. They gave up 301 passing yards to Bailey Zappi. I think it's Zappi. I'm not sure. Zap, Zappi, whatever. Yeah. But he threw it, he threw it all over the field. This Browns defense is just horrendous this year, and uh, I'm thankful for it because their offense didn't show up, but the Patriots did. The Patriots are starting to, to roll a little bit again with the run game, and and Zappy has been playing well. So Chubb only got 12 carries, which was strange to me. Um, but you know that's the coaching there in Cleveland right now. So what do you think about this game? Yeah, if if the Browns are going to win football games, and they've been doing a pretty decent job at that, they have to stick to ground and pound the entire way. They can't give it to Jacoby Brissett and try and have him win games. Tries hard, does great, um, but not a chance. Then and Zappy, that dude, he was flinging it everywhere. Two touchdowns. I did not think we were going to hit this one. I almost text you like middle of the game, like, man, we're going to get another red X with this one. And then in like the fourth quarter, they scored like two or three touchdowns. I was like, wait a second. We're good. We covered. Who got that one? Got lucky with that that victory. So in the, in the Browns scoring. defense, we trust, right? Yep. In the Browns defense, we trust for sure. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they got problems in Cleveland. I'm not going to lie. It's not just a Deshaun Watson thing. They got problems. Their defense is bad. That coach better figure something out because I think they have some talent on defense, but they're just not putting it together. So um, Brissett had three turnovers, I believe, and he completed under 50 percent of his passes in this game. So it it was ugly all around, um, and it's not getting any better. I think the Browns are two and four now, and uh, that's not going to cut it. So, anyways, we got the win, hit the over, which was nice, um, and that's kind of all the winners we have right now for this weekend. Uh, we did hit that under thirty eight on Thursday, so that is a winner. But we already talked about it, so we don't need to. Let's go over these freaking losers because I'm not happy at all. No. We do. We try to get you guys winners. We put a lot of work into this, so we haven't had a bad week in a while. We're going to take it on the chin. Hopefully, we win these two on third on Sunday night and give you another one on Instagram for Monday Night Football. But pick it over one and a half touchdowns in this Steelers game. Are you freaking kidding me? Right? I texted you like after the first drive. Pick yep. it already threw a touchdown pass. We are looking good. Plus one seventy five. He goes out with a concussion. Never returns again. The frustration, Ryan. Mm-hmm. I can't even explain it. Like, I was so upset. I figured he would get another one even like before halftime or even before the injury. And that didn't happen. The game just kind of slowed down and did nothing. I talked about how the Buccaneers were going to fig- figure out their offense and they were going to score points against the Steelers defense. That has been just terrible. And obviously you can see in the score, that's not the case. So that kind of hurt there. They didn't have to throw it everywhere. Um, and then, yeah, then he goes out. What does Trubisky do, though? He comes in and he throws a touchdown to win the game. That would have been picket. Bam, we hit it. But stupid, yeah, freaking mad. <laughs> I have no, I have no doubt we would have hit that. So that was a great bet. It it looked good, just bad luck, and that happens in betting sometimes. So it's what it is. But real quick about this game, the Bucks aren't very good, people. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are not very good. Tom Brady is looking a little uh, washed up. Their O line struggles, um, and Tom Brady's at, at forty five years old. You know, you can't have a bad O line for that. So. I just think they're they're missing something, and uh, this was a huge upset win. I forgot the spread on this one. It might have been like 10. It, it was something Yeah, it was big. 8, 10, somewhere around there. It was huge. Yeah, it was. So this is a huge upset. Uh, Bucks dropped a 3-3, three and three, and uh, they got some stuff to figure out if they want to have a chance at these playoffs. I think the, the 
all the offseason drama, receivers not being healthy, offensive line has really played a big uh, factor into this offense. Just kind of stinking the bed there for right right now. So that's what I think. I, I agree. On. I agree. When when they haven't played together in a while, also that hurts. Yep. And you had you had O line injuries, which we talked about in our preview of the season um, going into the season. So um, we'll see. You know, long ways to go. I've doubted Tom Brady before. They could get hot all of a sudden and and go on a roll. We'll, yep. We never know. Once so. you doubt them, then it's all different from there. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that was a wild game. Probably one of the biggest upsets of the of the weekend. Um, Dolphins plus three and a half was another loser. Uh, I'm gonna. I feel like I'm doing this every week. The Vikings just keep getting lucky and winning, so maybe it's not luck anymore. Okay, let me just go over some. By the way, there's a theme this weekend that teams that had more yards lost the game, and it happens. I know some yard, that yardage thing is not the end all be all or anything, but 458 to 234, the Dolphins doubled, practically doubled the yardage of the Minnesota Vikings and lost 24 16. They were down 16-10 and driving in the fourth quarter, and Waddle fumbled. Oh, oh. yeah. That one hurt. I saw uh, that one. Yeah, that I was like, Here we go. Brutal. We got to roll it now. We're good. We're good. And then fumbles like, no, come on. Another That's, one? Yeah, it changed, it changed the whole game. Yep. It did. Yeah. You're right. So so he fumbled. They could have gone in and scored, went up 17-16. The whole game's changed. Instead, like a few plays later, Dalvin Cook breaks a long run after the fumble, and it's a two-score game. Dolphins get another touchdown, but can't catch up. But um. The Dolphins are fading right now, and uh, I, you know, the quarterback carousel is not helping at all. Uh, no. When they get fully healthy, I think they're going to be okay. As you can see by the box score, Tyreek Hill had another great game, so uh, it doesn't really matter who plays quarterback for him. He is he's just putting up numbers, like you said. He's that so, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, three big turnovers for the Dolphins. Um, that one was just tough. That was, that was a tough one to take. What do you think about this game? You still you uh, believe in your Vikings after seeing this, or <laughs> I still believe well, in my Vikings? Okay. You know the Packers aren't a good team. Um, they're really struggling, so that plays somewhat into the, my Vikings uh, theory of them being a good team and making a playoff run, especially since the Buccaneers aren't doing good. So it's just kind of all working out for these Vikings, and they keep winning. Um, last year they lost these close games, and now this year they're winning them. So I do I would like it if they start winning a little bit more comfortably. That would make me feel a little bit better because you're right. Getting, you know, double yardage against you, ugh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not good at all. I, I, I agree with you. The Vikings should win this division. And and I we picked them when we talked about them to win mm-hmm. this division. We both liked them that one. Do you think they are contender to win the title after what you've seen through six weeks? The NFC title? <sighs> to get to the Super Bowl. Do you think they have a, a, a real shot at it? Like if they play the Eagles or any of the t- teams do you think they can they can make it happen the eagles look very dominant so the eagles unless there's some sort of big injuries uh i feel like the eagles are just going to roll into the uh, super bowl but we know that's not the case that's the nfl anything can happen any given sunday something weird in a playoff game balls not a circle it bounces funny um so who knows but um them, yeah. them in the nfc championship game i can see that there's just some of the nfc teams just aren't doing great you know between the packers the bucks the 49ers just who who's who's there besides the Eagles? You know, you got the Cowboys and I guess the Giants. Are they who knows? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit, but I don't you're right. Like other than the uh other than the Eagles, I don't see who could really who could mm-hmm. compete with the I mean the Vikings. Why can't you put them at number two right now? That doesn't mean they're an excellent team, but in the NFC, you know, that's where they'd be at. If they were in the AFC, this would be a different story, I think. Oh, but uh, yes, hugely, yeah. <laughs> yeah so i don't know so we'll see 
Vikings are the jury's still out on how good they are, but they are rolling right now. Five and one. Road wins are hard to come by, no matter what. I know it's third string quarterback, then back to the second string. It's still hard to come by these wins. So, um, next loss: Colts team total under twenty one and a half. I mentioned in the last video they haven't scored more than twenty all season until I bet on them, <laughs> because that's how it freaking works. Yeah. Uh, they had ten quick ten points right before halftime that kind of killed me. That I didn't feel good about. And uh, the Jags just, they struggled. And the issue with the Jags is they got no sacks, zero on the Colts. And that's where, and when I talk about this game, I say, you know, the Jags should be able to get pressure. They did the first game. This Colts line is struggling. Colts line played much better today. If they could have called me and told me that, I would have changed my bet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this is their first time all year over 20 points, and they scored 34. So this was at least a no sweat loss. I mean, I lost pretty quick. You know, I can move on. That's the only benefit out of it. So, um, yeah, that hurt. Um, and so, I mean, it actually was closer than we think. I think they threw a touchdown right at the end of the game, but yep. a field goal would have got them over anyways, too. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan, Matt Ryan, holy cow. Welcome back to the NFL. What do you think of that? I don't know how his arm's not falling off. He's old, 58 throws, 389 yards. Like, that's ridiculous. And three touchdowns. But you're right. If you have uh, all day to throw the football, it makes it a lot easier. You don't, you know, you're not getting hit. You're not getting hurt. Um, you just can see the field. And he's a, a veteran that can definitely see the field and pick defenses apart. You got to get pressure on veteran quarterbacks or they're going to just eat you up. And uh, that's what he did. Definitely. And uh, Jackson, their third string running back going to this game, picked him up in fantasy. Yeah, buddy. Um, anyways, he had a great game running the ball, catching the ball. Um, as you can see by the box score, I mean, he he really helped Matt Ryan out. So that was kind of an unsung hero in that game. But uh, yeah, that was that was wild. The Jags. Remember when we had them in the top 10 ranking power rankings? That was fun. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> that was a that was a bad pick on our part. Yeah, I mean, they look good, but they are fading and fading fast. I think they were two and one. I think they've lost three in a row because they're two and four now. So. Yeah. Um, and the Colts, who we all left for dead as one of the worst teams in the league, they're three, two and one and right in the heart of winning that division again. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see. Seems like a lot of teams have a lot of flaws, but um, last or not last loss, but almost we're getting there through the losses. Don't worry. Hang with us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Moneyline parlay. Jags Moneyline. We already talked about that. They had a chance at the end. That was a close game, uh, and then it got away. Again. So um, the other game, Seahawks money line. We hit that. How about our Seahawks giving up zero touchdowns to these Cardinals? What do you think? Well, well, we gave up a touchdown, but a special teams touchdown. Michael Dixon's offensive. Re- yeah, sorry. Really got to figure out how to just punt the football. I get it. This time he was backed up into the red zone or end zone, and it gets dicey. Yeah. And I think he tried to make somebody miss so that he can get off a clean punt, but. uh Man, didn't see see didn't see the Seahawks actually playing some defense. I uh, didn't see that coming at all. And uh, Geno's doing his thing, um, being productive, getting the ball out. Uh, Kenneth Walker or Walker, just is that it? Is it Kenneth? It's Kenneth, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah had a great day. Twenty-one carries, uh, ninety-seven yards, and a touchdown. He looked good, running hard, running fast, uh, getting to the edge, uh, making people miss. So it was good. Just wish we would have hit this parlay if the Jaguars could have not, you know, gave uh, up a forty-yard touchdown pass. We would be yeah. sitting just fine, but no, yeah. couldn't That'd do that. Plus 345 and we'd be up for the week on units. So that's how close it was on betting. So um, uh, you're right. I thought I thought Kenneth Walker looked good. Um, he's taking over for Penny now. His vision looks good. He knows, you know, when to bounce it to the outside, when not to. He just looks like a, like a solid running back. 
Um, he might not blow you away with the fastest speed in the NFL or anything like that, but I, I just like how he's running. And this seemed like more of a, our defense is taking care of it, so let's just run the ball and kind of manage it a little bit more as opposed to Geno, you know, letting loose all game long. But imagine yeah. being the Cardinals and paying Kyler Murray a buttload of money, and he can't score an offensive touchdown against the Seahawks. Remember when I said me and you could score against the Seahawks? That yeah, was that. ugly. <laughs> what did Kyler have? A hundred rushing yards or something? Yeah, he was able I to mean, run all over the Hawks, but his he, it, he didn't throw uh, completions very high or at a high rate, no. and his yards weren't great. No, and uh, breaking news though, not breaking news. Everyone knows this. DeAndre Hopkins will be back next game for them, so we'll see what that does to their offense. He needs a receiver after what's been happening. He might look at DeAndre Hopkins like every pass. We'll see. <laughs> So uh, he's yeah. gonna be fresh, but yeah, that was a, that was a good win by the Seahawks. They're hanging in there right now, um, three and two. Uh, don't look too bad, and uh, you know in the NFC West, you never know. In this NFC, you just never know. Yeah, I mean, I, we we were hoping for like a, maybe a bad year, not hoping for a bad year, but if we saw a bad year happen, we were like, okay, at least we get a good pick. Now it's like, well, if we had a good defense, things could be completely different in this NFC, especially in the yeah. NFC West, like. But our defense, yes, we played good uh, today for defense, but uh, it's, I still don't believe in the defense. We don't tackle very great, um, give up big plays here and there. And th- that's just, you can't do that for uh, winning football, I don't think. But Gino and the offense, they got weapons. They can make plays, and it's just, it's fun to watch, exciting to watch. It is. It, it's kind of weird because you almost think, like, okay, well, we don't really need a quarterback in the first round, right? Like, kind of okay right now. Um, but Tariq, Tariq Woolen, uh, rookie DB. Four yep. picks this year. They put mm-hmm. up a little stat comparing him to Richard mm-hmm. Sherman. They were picked one pick apart, I think 153rd, 154th in the draft. And uh, they both had four picks in their rookie year. Tariq Woolen already has four through six weeks. Um, he's yeah. looked early in the year. He had a little some struggles here and there, um, but he's looking better. And, uh, you know, that could be a good piece. We we don't get consistent pressure. We, because we're Seahawks fans, if you can't tell. Uh, we don't get consistent pressure on other quarterbacks. But um, yeah. this week they got it done. So uh, that was exciting. Three and two. On to the next one. Next loser. Seriously, <laughs> loser. And I'm calling Isaiah McKenzie a loser because he is to us right now, okay? He hurt. had a ball thrown to him in the end zone, yep. and he went to stop to catch it, and he tripped over, guess what? Nothing. <laughs> himself. He freaking <sighs> tripped over himself. The ball went off his hands as he's fallen to the ground. They score a touchdown some other way, I believe, and uh, it was brutal. We were watching that game freaking out. (laughs) That was just the way our bets went this week. Like, oh, that's it right there. Oh, another one. Are you serious? It was all week this way for us. And that was plus 208, I believe. So, I mean, that was a huge one. That's how close we were to hitting that. Another plus 345 with that Moneyline parlay. We were right there. So, I mean, I don't have any regrets on these bets. (laughs) It was just unlucky. I thought we made good bets, uh, especially for the value, really good value. So, you know, we do that again, especially with how we've been betting lately. So we just just caught some bad breaks. But this game, Bills Chiefs, my Bills Super Bowl bet, uh, that looked good today because they needed that win. And I don't know, do you think that got the, the monkey off their back a little bit so they're ready for the playoffs knowing they can beat the Chiefs? Or what do you think? They beat the uh, the Bills beat the Chiefs last uh, regular season. But uh, I think the thing that kind of got that monkey off their back was the fact that they were able to stop Patrick Mahomes when it was fourth quarter, minute left, uh, and it was Von Miller. Von Miller making plays. I think he makes a huge uh, difference to this defense. Defense was already good. And now uh, you can lock up on the back end and he can create pressure by himself 
or just rushing four instead of, you know, having to blitz. And against elite quarterbacks, you need somebody like a Von Miller to kind of seal the yep. deal come fourth quarter with a minute and a half left. So I think that was a huge pickup. They paid a lot uh, and it's looking like it might work out and pay out for him. Agree. Uh, and Tredavious White, wait till he's like fully healthy and, and back with this team. Mm-hmm. So um, this team's loaded. I'm telling you, I've been saying it since the beginning. Trust me, the Bills are winning the Super Bowl, people. Just trust me. <laughs> Anyways, enough of that. That was a crazy game, though. That was a good win. They may get home field now. They got pretty much a game and a half lead on the Chiefs. Long ways to go. Um, I really don't have any clue what Mahomes was doing on that last throw for the pick. Oh. He Even got pressure he up it. in his face. Yeah, he got pressure up in his face a little bit. And then he tried to make a play, throw inside arm, and just terrible ball. But even if he catches it, it's a four-yard, like, five-yard pass inbounds. Like, it doesn't get you anywhere. Like, throw the ball away. Easy to say. You know, it's really right. easy to just watch the game and just sit back here and, you know, have have a drink and, and just say, oh, what are you doing? Jeez. As we're nice and calm, nobody push, pushing us or rushing <laughs> You don't got Von Miller trying to hit you right in the chops. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. at all. No, just just my kids chasing me. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that was a bit, that was a good game. Bad 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 luck. Whatever. Some games we haven't talked about. This is something I I'm really intrigued by, and I I need to know your opinion on this. The New York Jets. Okay. They are four and two. I've been doubting them the whole season. I I'm starting to come around. This is where I turn the corner a little bit. Where it's like these guys are playing hard for Sala. Um, their defense is playing well. Their offense is moving the ball. They don't look inept like they have for like the last decade, it seems like. So the big question is, after they just beat Green Bay in Lambeau Field, 27-10, to 10, Ryan, are they for real? Ah, I'm not ready to jump all the way on board. I do think they have a good coach. Um, so I think that helps playing some defense like you talked about. Uh, they have a great running back in Hall. Uh, so that helps, but Zach Wilson, he's just he's just not showing me much. Um, and you, you need a quarterback in this league in order to really make a playoff push, a playoff run, a Super Bowl run. So until they figure that out, or until Zach Wilson figures that out, I don't think they're for real. Um, I don't the, the the victory here. Yes, I'm surprised, or I would have obviously picked the Jets as an underdog and gone that way. Yeah. But the Packers are playing bad football, um, and a lot of it starts with Aaron Rodgers and the lack of weapons. So for the Jets to come in, you know they got a block punt for uh, a touchdown, and that helps. That puts the Packers behind the eight ball, and then um, they just can't get touchdowns and score points because their offense is just so terrible right now. They need to run the football. What are they doing? Get. Uh, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, the football, pass it to him, put them both in the backfield, hand it off. No, let's throw the ball 41 times with Aaron Rodgers because yeah. that's working. I know. I No, you're right. And we talked about that before the season is like I liked Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in fantasy both because they're their only weapons. So they should just be both on the field, right? Aaron mm-hmm. Jones could play practically a slot receiver type if he yep. needed to. Exactly. But um, they need to use them more. I, You know, they're not getting dominant play out of their offensive line either, which they're used to getting. But, uh, the, yeah, we know the Packers aren't for real. We've been saying that all year. They don't have the weapons. They're not the same team. So don't get fooled by the name. They might still be in the playoffs because the NFC. I'm not, we're not saying that. But, um, these Jets, you know what I like is they got an edge to them a little bit. Um, when you see them play, they are playing for each other. They are a young, hungry team. This coach goes crazy. He used to go crazy as a D coordinator for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And he is energetic. And it's, it's, it's kind of fun to watch him. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Sauce Gardner, their first-round pick. Um, he had a great game. He played Alan Lazard pretty well uh, today. And plus, he also had a cheese head on his head uh, walking off the field. And if anybody saw that. Um, but that's just the 
the edge and attitude they got. That's a rookie in Lambeau Field after a win wearing a cheese head. And then, of course, Alan Lazard ran by and hit it off his head going to the locker room. But uh, I, I don't know, man. I just think if I'm a Jets fan, I'm excited right now. Oh, yeah. Are they ready to win a title this year? No. But um, they're definitely doing using those building blocks right now and progressing pretty well. So I think they're for real in the chance and saying that they got a chance to actually make these playoffs this year as a wild card. Obviously. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. The other New York team. I don't even know what to say anymore. Because I keep thinking they suck. But the New York football giants, let me just say this out loud, are 5-1. and one. Ryan, are these guys for real? I think this team's probably more for real than the other New York team. Uh, I think they have a quarterback that's better than Zach Wilson. Um, he's not much better, but yeah. he doesn't make turnovers. He can throw. He has a good good arm, tall, athletic quarterback, can make plays on his feet or with his feet. And then they have Barkley that is just dominating. Hopefully he stays healthy. He's gotten like some soldier th- sh- shoulder things, or, and then mm-hmm. he kind of went out today looking like he was hurt, and then he came back in. Um, but the coach is just doing a fantastic job uh, offensively, defensively. This team really believes – I think the biggest thing is they just don't make as many turnovers. I think that was the biggest thing. Uh, uh, past few year was Jones just threw recklessly and had interceptions and fumbles. And now it's like, okay, I either run or hit my read mm-hmm. or, you know, run again, like type of situation or yeah. throw it away or just make the smart play. Don't force it. Don't throw an inter- interception and just run the football. Um, and it's working because they play a defense and run the football. I, I agree. Um, they are play, running the ball, play, relying on their defense. But you're right. Daniel Jones is turning the ball over left and right for the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. I don't know what Dable's done, but he has turned that around. He is a heck of a coach, as you can tell. A lot of people liked him even going into this season. Um, I will say, just to go with that theme I talked about earlier, they were out yarded 406 to 218, I believe it was. 238, sorry. 406 to 238, they were out yarded and won the game. So... Just another weird game. Their offense didn't dominate, as you can tell by the amount of yardage. But Saquon's running the ball hard. Uh, he's getting dinged up, and he has such an injury history. You almost think, let's give him a week off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just, let's just let him rest. It's, a, it's such a long season with 17 games. But big win. And uh, the Ravens are a team you just can't trust. You just no. can't do it. Can't. Lamar threw a terrible pick, kind of like the Waddle fumble. Lamar threw a bad oh, pick a bad. third or fourth quarter or something like that. And it just, it was brutal. Gave the Giants, you know, easy field position. And I think they got a touchdown. You don't do that. You know, if you throw an interception um, closer to where you're trying to score a touchdown, then it's not as big deal. They got to drive all the way down the field and score a touchdown. But when you give it to them right by their end zone, it's just, it's just asking for a disaster. And that's what Lamar did. Just a terrible, terrible pick. And that's what him and the Ravens just seem to do is just shoot themselves in the foot a lot. And uh, I don't know, man, there's, this Ravens team, they got some decisions because I know Lamar's coming up for a contract year. They need to pay him because there's nobody else and he can make plays. But there's just times where you realize, man, it would be nice to just have some sort of passing game. You know what I mean? And they just don't have a great passing game. I think they need uh, – I like Mark Andrews. He's a great tight end, but they need a receiver. They really do. There's a couple balls that I saw that just hit dudes right in the hands and it was just dropped on the ground. So as Lamar Jackson, you're like – what else do I have to do? I threw a great ball. It was right on him as a first down. And now we're walking off the field and it just, it gets, it gets rough to have to do that, you know, carry the entire team for the whole season. I, I agree. 
yeah, when you're throwing to guys like Duvernay, and you know, they're okay players, but Lamar needs a, an elite catch, a pass mm-hmm. catcher, you know, and Mark Andrews is that as a tight end, but you know, tight ends are, are only kind of limited. So yeah, big win for the Jets, big win for the Giants. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of parody in the league this year with these teams coming up, and now you got the Packers at three and three, I believe. Uh, the Bucks are 500. Um, you just got a lot of these teams. The Ravens are struggling. I mean, it's hard to tell. Long ways to go. Maybe we'll find out more, but uh, it's kind of hit and miss. So let's talk about the last couple games and uh, and get out of here after a crazy week six. 49ers Falcons. How about that upset? 28 to 14 Falcons. That was bonkers. The 49ers had three turnovers. Um, if you said at the beginning of the year, after six weeks, the 49ers and Falcons will be tied at three and three, you are correct. Because that's what they are. Um, yeah, the Falcons had a scoop and score. I remember that. And uh, yeah. it was just ugly for the 49ers. I know it was their second road game. They stayed on the East Coast. Maybe they should have went back home and then traveled back out again. I don't know. Um, again, 49ers out-yarded them, but this is close, 346 to 289. Um, yeah, thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, I was like, wow, 14-0. The Falcons got out to a great start. I was like, huh, this is interesting. I was like, the Niners are going to figure it out. Then it got to 14-14. I was like, okay, the Niners figured it out. Everything's going to be fine. And then I think Jeff Wilson fumbles, and it's 21-14 quick. It's like, oh, okay, that's not good. Um, once again, just turnovers in bad spots really decide games a lot of times um you, you can't make bad turnovers there's there's a difference between a bad turnover and like an okay turnover you throw an interception on a fourth down um you know trying to score not as bad as uh fumbling and giving them a chance to either scoop and score or get easy points you don't want to give up easy points especially to a team that doesn't really have a great offense control the ball against teams that have bad offenses don't don't shoot yourself in the foot and that's definitely what uh, the Niners did. Um, anytime Jimmy G's trying to throw for 40, you know, 41 times in a game, you know, you're not off to a great success right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, no, that's that Niners team no. needs to run the football. Yep. Run a defense. That's what they rely on. Yep. I agree. Crazy. Uh, NFC West is struggling. If you can't tell, it is a struggle bus for the Rams, the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Seahawks used to be an elite division. And right now it is not, it is up <laughs> no. for grabs. Yeah. I still favor the 49ers, but yeah, it's up for grabs. Um, Live update. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? The Cowboys just scored another <laughs> touchdown. Ah, okay. Well, that's 20 to 17 Eagles right now. 14 minutes left, in case you're wondering. Um, yeah, I'm in trouble on that under. I need some punts. Okay. Last game Rams Panthers, just to go on the NFC West. Um, Rams won. Congrats to beat the Panthers. Um, <laughs> Panthers suck. I mean, they're a mess. Robbie Anderson got into it with the coach and got sent to the locker room in the middle of the game. Um, they are an absolute disaster. PJ Walker was didn't do anything. McCaffrey was their whole offense. Um, I have a we have a buddy who's a Panthers fan we mentioned, and he he's ready for them to trade McCaffrey. Why not? I mean, no. unless you want to keep him because you could get a number one pick next year and then pair him with a stud young quarterback, that would be the only reason. Um, but you just got holes everywhere. This Rams team has been awful lately. And uh, they just kind of handled them pretty easily. And as of six six weeks into the year, the Panthers are dead last in the amount of yards they've gotten per game. I mean, their offense is a disaster. They're on an interim head coach right now. Uh, good win by the Rams, I guess. They were down 10 to 7 at halftime. I mean, the yeah, Rams are missing stuff. Yeah, what do you think about this? Yeah, it wasn't looking good. I was like, are you serious? You're really going to lose to the Panthers? Like, 
Yeah. I, I know I've been saying that they're not a great team, but they're better than the Panthers. Like I, I didn't see well, that yeah. coming. So they figured it out and pulled it out and had a, uh, you know, a victory. Allen Robinson finally scored a touchdown. Um, they, they, they didn't show a whole bunch though. I mean, the Panthers just, you know, punt the football because they yeah. have nobody but McCaffrey and the whole league um, knows it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Poor McCaffrey, man. It is, it is a struggle there in Carolina. That's for sure. But yeah, the NFC West is wide open. That's uh, pretty much all the games. So uh, we're just hoping that some of these Sunday nighters hit through the under 40. What do we have? 42 and a half. It's at 37 right now in the fourth quarter. That's going to be tight. Um, Michael Gallup has 18 receiving yards. He can still do it. we need over 39 and a half. I believe I don't know what's freaking going on this week, but we need some help. (laughs) Come on. Jeez. I'm going to have to hit a big one on Monday. So stay tuned for that on Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to go to the lab, put the lab code on, and I'm just researching the crap out of it. I'm going to get a winner. But again, this is a tough week for a lot of people, I'm sure. Uh, a lot of underdogs winning unless you were an underdog guy and that's what you picked all week so or for all the games today so anyways that's where we're at uh we're gonna do a fun video uh tomorrow with some with two other guys we're gonna debate some players go over some predictions we already did a little bit of that but we're gonna go over some more predictions uh for the nba as that starts on tuesday already so it's it's about go time for that so uh yeah be sure to check that out. We're going to have some NBA Best Bets video. We're still figuring out our schedule on, on when we're going to release some podcasts for Best Bets on NBA. Um, we're probably going to do it for a couple different days that have a lot of games, and then the ones in between do some Instagram and Twitter for Best Bets. But um, we're ready to get into that now. Um, NBA, NFL betting, this is going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, other than that, we're getting closer to 100 subscribers. Really appreciate everyone for following along. It's been awesome. And uh, yeah, Ryan, you got anything else to wrap it up with this? uh, Anything from week six in the NFL or anything else? Seahawks have a hope to win the NFC West. I still believe. Um, Let's see what happens. (laughs) Not not ready to jump on that bandwagon all the way, but uh, yeah, we'll definitely do better next week. Uh, We can still do good. Hopefully with this ending of the Sunday night game and Monday bets, we'll see. But uh, next week we'll, we'll do better. We'll give you some better bets. Yep. We will do better. We are up for the year. So that's good. Just a rough week. So um, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Real quick, uh, I am into the Seahawks again because the Mariners lost. They're done. I'm sad. They finally get a home game for the first time in 21 years. They play 18 innings and score zero runs. Thank you, Mariners. That's okay. Good season. We'll be back. Anyways, that's it. Enough Mariner talk. Thanks a lot. Thanks again for everything. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, have a good one.